And welcome back to the For Film Sake Podcast, everybody. My name is Brandon Cheat, and I'm here with... Chris Lucky. And... Jonathan Smathers. Jonathan, welcome yeah. back. It's been a while. Yeah, well, what was it? 40, 48, 49? 40 something, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. I think it was before. I thought even, I'd was be it on before the 50th. Free Fabrics? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you you wanted to be in the fifties and you wanted us to put special music. Yep. But guess what? Oh go, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that didn't did you happen. Do it, did you do it for fifty two? Uh, did not. No, we did Come not. On, did not. We, what did we talk fifty two? No telling. It was uh, no. no 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 Darjeeling the Darjeeling Darjeeling Unlimited. Unlimited. Yep. Yeah, Darjeeling Limited. Yep. God, the movie was fucking great. It was. Uh, today we're not we're not going to talk about any specific movie. Today is like the classic freestyle, freestyle. when Jonathan comes Buck up. Wow. Uh, just a. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. Completely went in my head. I am exhausted. Yeah, I am dead. Same. <laughs> right. Have you? Uh, I'm. Go- you guys not? Um, didn't want to film this one, and I'm kind of glad because lately, <laughs> lately, you ever, my face has felt kind of we didn't fat puffy. lately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we didn't want to like downgrade our viewership by having you <laughs> like on the channel, you know, visually. Like it's already an issue, you know, audio. Yeah, so. we already have. Yeah. 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 Your voice is is, is good it's enough. enough, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. wow. All right. <laughs> what, what have you been uh, What have you been watching lately? Um, Television, movies, books. I okay. I'm here mm-hmm. to plug the fuck. Plug it out of the Great Wall. The Great Wall. Oh, really? I saw is it, it yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was so good. Is that the really? uh, the Matthew yeah, McConaughey we, movie? We, <laughs> the Mark Wahlberg movie. Oh, that's the Mark Wahlberg movie. The Marky Mark movie. I still hate. <laughs> I still hate. <laughs> Which wall? I mean, no. no explain, explain this Marky Mark movie to me, please. The wall. Oh, it was just. It was fun. It was mm. so fun. Is I, it? Is it a, like a biopic from uh, Pink Floyd starring Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> the wall. No. That's not. That's not it. They stayed at the beginning of the movie. Mm. He's still on the Matt Damon thing. <laughs> Sorry, I turned into an audience member in that. But, like, that's a running joke that I absolutely forgot. Oh, yeah. That's still happening. <laughs> Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Good vibrations. Fuck no, but, but the plug on the wall, though. Uh, the, yeah. the Matt so Damon they, movie. They state at the beginning that the Great Wall was used to defend or block out various different armies, I guess. Yeah. And some are fact and some are legend. And mm-hmm. they said this is one of the legends. Okay. And supposedly it was these green monsters they didn't they don't have eyes on their heads they just have eyes on their shoulders all right um so i gotta stop just for a second hear, <laughs> hear me out though this is is it this is is this fantasy yeah it's totally fantastic. okay 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 all right it I'm is sorry. purely you gotta take it from, it's purely a fantasy film mm. and it was so good okay it was fun i didn't even hate the acting like the right. acting was good i enjoyed the special effects i thought mm. it was going to be really bad cgi yeah, the, the trailers in this special dude effects the monsters in that movie are terrifying really it's actually i was blown away i was it was were you blown away because your expectation was so slow yes. was so low i mm. was just kind of buying into the critics and stuff but okay. it's a great time it was okay. so fun mm. and uh like like what 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 could you tell me to make me go see this movie so far i heard green monsters and there's a wall do you want to watch it's just straight up action 100 percent action no, all the time no no no, I, no no is, is the there only something action it's a that, very simple story too yeah. it's nothing big i feel like any yeah. action movie that chris has to watch now has to be better than john Wick. matt damon's no, kind of I mean, faced with is, this is it is it um like samurai swords like hand hand fighting um yeah there's a little bit of that but there's mm. these beasts are so um, savage that they have to use kind of like long range stuff a lot mm. but uh, every time they fight these monsters they have a different strategy it's mm. not the same sort of thing um, I guess the premise is every 60 years these monsters come out of their this mountain yeah. mm-hmm. to come and uh, try to get past the wall and uh, they're like led by this one queen mm. and what the monster what the main little green monsters do is that they eat the soldiers and stuff, and then they go and regurgitate it into the mom like a little like baby birds and mm. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty gross. They actually show them doing that. Yeah. But and then the more she eats, the more the more creatures she can birth. It's like a hive mentality. She's the queen. Yeah. She's sending the drones out it's to come bring Dude, It's back. so fun. Mm. It's so much fun. Right, I I defended the movie on the on the whitewashing thing because mm. uh, the, the plot says. Um, that uh, it was like Eastern European merchants got stuck somewhere in China. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there is is it a plot specific reason as to what why Matt Damon is the lead, him being white versus everybody else being Asian? Yeah, he is a merchant, and I think he, I think he's on the run. Um, 
I'm not sure why he's on the run, but there's a scene where he's getting chased by some people, and they come up on the wall, him and his companion, mm. and uh, and then at, he becomes like respected mm. by the soldiers on the wall, and then he's kind of has this morality conflict. Um, whether he should stay and help them defend the wall or it's kind of like a la- like a take care of him- take care of, of himself because okay. they're there for like gunpowder and stuff. So it's a simple story, but okay. it's so much fun. The, the reason I said that is because like when that movie was announced, people were blowing their fucking minds it's pre- about it's preconceived. The they yeah. shouldn't have done that. I mean, um, and I defended the movie. And mm-hmm. I was hoping that I wasn't wrong, and I'm yeah. glad I wasn't. So it's, anybody that uh, was complaining about whitewashing for Matt Damon playing that supposedly part, a good movie. Uh, Asian director. You. I mean, I I just yeah. saw it from a business standpoint. Like, mm-hmm. we got to market this to an American audience. Yeah. Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> what is the uh, is the action like a nonsensical or is it like choreographed and? Um, oh, it's super choreographed. It's you, pretty good. You know, like a um like um like a martial arts uh, film. If you're gonna have a fight sequence, then that fight has taken place hundreds of times to where every single you yeah know, everyone this you know what I'm saying. All the soldiers were separated by. Their armor was different colors yeah. to signify their different like uh, skill set. Yeah, like red were archers, and then they had these women soldiers that wore blue, and their job was they would repel off the wall mm. and like stab spikes into the monsters that nice. were trying to climb up the wall. Yeah, nice. it's pretty cool. Yeah, cool, really cool special effects. Right. How, how long was it? Well, like an hour and a half. Nothing, not bad at all. Like it. You know, because yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty right up his alley. Yeah, yeah, right. hour and a half. All right. Just like walk in and get the fuck out. It, what, what is the rating on this? Is this rated R? PG-13. Mm, I'm good. really surprised, though, because they're, when in the scenes where the monsters catch some of the uh, guards, yeah. mm-hmm. it's fucking brutal. Do they uh, well, they, they like all get in on it. They rip them up. There's blood. There Are there any sex scenes with the monsters? I think Chris is looking for something a little more specific. No, no. You're looking for Japanese porn. No, I mean, I mean, if if there's going to be action and it's not the kind of action I'm into, then I'm going to want some type of sexuality in there. You know. No, no, no corny romance either. I don't don't want the romance. I just want like hardcore sex. Is that is that too much to ask? You, you, you know, you know what, you know what, because that's that's the thing is is when are we going to get the crossover of somebody like a Charlize Theron? Yeah. You know, you know how we had Holly Berry get banged out by Billy Bob Thornton in Monsters Ball. Yeah, y'all see I'm, that? I'm thoroughly convinced they actually fucked in that movie. I don't think there was any real penetration. You know, like penis they inside of vagina. The shit yeah, they sold though. it. They definitely sold it. She got the Oscar for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely legitimately I, won an Oscar. I had to know what the scene is. I gotta watch it. Oh, she's uh, she's getting uh, banged out from the back by Billy Bob Thornton, Hard. and she's screaming, "Make me feel good." <laughs> just make me feel good and uh, he's he's making her feel good as she's like crying and slobbering because it's so great now now i would like to see a crossover from for rated r movies to have a little more pornography in it you know uh, yeah oh, i mean the headphone thing yeah. that was my bad Sorry. i mean what about like a, a charlize theron you know we don't get any of that no well mm-hmm. it's yeah i mean mm-hmm. I, I get what you're saying it just like where's the crossover the we just don't really get much have you porn. seen have you seen the l word the, the l word yeah. that's a tv show though right yeah have you yeah. seen it uh, you were telling me about it, huh? Yeah, it's, it's got a lot of great uh, I mean, porny banging. lesbian scenes. I mean, television, yeah, we get that a lot. But I want to go to a movie theater and see somebody that's, that's being paid $15 million and they're putting on a great acting role. But, you know, it's, it's just why is that limited from movies? It, it feels odd to me. I don't no, know. No, nobody wants that? Maybe you should be the one that makes it happen. Make your movie. I feel that's like... Not I, feel, I feel like... Hey, heavy sex scenes I don't not know. heavy sex I'm, I don't want like a 30 minute porno interlude you know but but it's like I've, I've never I've never seen an erect penis go inside of a waiting vagina on a I mean I think do I, I've seen a recent R-rated movies that have had very short Antichrist was one of them short scenes mm. that are pretty graphic uh, Girl on the Train Yep. Some girl was getting dogged out in the woods. See, it's like I just want to see the graphic things. Like there's an episode of Game of Thrones television show, and there's a little girl. She's like six or seven years old. The um, what's the the king that burns his daughter at the stake? Cause she has mm-hmm. grayscale. Did you see the episode I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but um, but as 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 hardcore as Game of Thrones is, when they showed when they had the girl burning at the stake, they cut the camera away, so all you could see here is like the blood curdling screams of the six year old. Yeah. But it's like that is such a graphic scene that they wouldn't let you see it. You know, and that's. What I, saying, I think the reason why that specific scene children. would have been cut out is because it's a kid. Of course, yeah. no, no, that's that's what I'm saying though. It's like that's there, there's a line. It's yeah. like you're not going to show a penis going into vagina. You're not right. going to show a six year old being burned to death. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying like why is there that line? I think I think I think there's a the, like as far as the kids are afraid of sex. It's uh well that one's for the pornography one, but mm. I think they're afraid of like uh 
as far as the kid goes, I think there's actually a line of legality mm. that films can cross. That and, is odd. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't know if there's an actual law against it or if it's mm. just bad practice. Mm. But I'm pretty sure that there's some legality between having a minor or someone that's underage or a child die mm. on camera mm. uh, and how far you can go with that thing that's uh, yes yeah, that's something i would definitely be looking into because i mean yeah. that that would give me a reason why i've, I've not seen it on camera and, before, and, but and i think the I've reason why it happened before, if i were to have a theory on why it would happen that way is because uh before the age of like super advanced cgi there had to be a lot of stunt work done to make a scene like that happen and mm. so the, it might have been if, the, if it exists mm. it might have been created to to make sure the safety of the child actor was in hand i mean we can cgi it then yeah. we, i mean we have the technology now yeah I mean, yeah now you know, we do but i mean game of thrones this episode came out a year ago it's yeah. like they had the ability to do it if it could have been done but they spared the viewers mm. and they said your imagination you know what this is and we don't I, have to show you to let you know what this is this is true you know but is it I actually prefer when they sometimes don't show me. Like yeah, it's, it's cool sometimes. It's, it's, it's okay sometimes, but I'm saying they never do it. No, never, never, never. That's my problem. That's what I'm saying. Never, never. You know what I'm saying? Even I, I think the movie that came closest to doing anything like it was uh, Antichrist. That movie mm. was pretty. I mean, it was an indie film, and I don't think it had a, a, a wide cinema release. Mm. Um, but they showed a baby straight up falling on concrete. Yeah. yeah. Um, Penis going in vagina. Like, yeah, you know, there's you, some stuff I'm just fine with it being left to our imagination. I, I mean, I mean, no, it's it's the fact that it never happens. Never, you know what I'm saying? It's just that's that's what I'm saying. I, I have a, a great imagination to where I know what's really happening, yeah. but it's just how is this a line that's not being crossed? When the movie Hostel came out, I was like, wow, this is brutal. Like you're showing how you know the the gore, blood, just like tearing human beings apart, pulling guts out, like actually showing it. You know, and when before you had like a the Hitchcock technique to where it's happening, but your imagination is playing ninety percent right. of the role, as opposed to the le- the less creative way of actually just showing it. And you know, it's completely way less creative showing it, but I'm saying it doesn't happen, and that's odd. Yeah. Anyway, so the point of the what you're trying to say is that we they should make this. No, no, no. I mean, something? I don't think that should be a common practice. I don't think it should be a common practice to do that, but it's just an odd thing. That Are you it comparing it to something though that we aren't seeing scenes like that to scenes that you would like to see? You want to see more? I want to see any, any, anyone. I, 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 think, I think I think what he's saying is that there's like a there there's a severe lack of them, and he just wants to see someone go ahead and just I want like some, push I, the envelope. I want some like how like Swiss Army Man. Yeah. It's like that pushed the envelope. It was like, oh, okay, this can be good, successful, and way different, right. and you know, and it pushed a lot of boundaries. And it's just there seems to be like a crude, unusual line that can't be crossed. Can't be crossed. In, you know? in cinema and I, I i agree actually like i'm fine with a lot of stuff being kept to the imagination mm. but i don't like that we have that hard limit yeah and it's like i, I don't want to be the guy waving the flag of we should be killing kids on screen you know and it's like that's not what it's about but i'm just saying it's just odd that there's that line and it's not i being think crossed. it has to do with the particular studios and the um the the type of films because like yeah. trauma films yeah mm-hmm. Those really cheap b-horror movies yeah. mm. i recently watched one that uh cagney recommended called Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it two days ago, and it's about a, a demon that rapes dads. Oh, yeah. He told me about Rapes that. just dads. And he Whoa. ranted and raved all about this movie, and I watched it. And I got to admit, it had some pretty cool twists, but mm-hmm. I saw this gross-looking man just invade homes and rape dads and then eat mm. their guts out. And I saw everything. Wow. I saw him put a needle into his dick. Yeah. And I don't know why. They never really explained why the needle. What's the name of this? It's called Father's Day. It is actually on Amazon Prime. But uh, fair warning, like it is, it's pretty gross. Yeah. yeah. But I've, uh, I'm kind of getting into it though. I just, just kind of show. <laughs> like what you can do. What yeah. you, you can do, yes. and the type of audiences that really do love that stuff. I think there's another yeah. one called. Um, killing Spree. No, killing something like. There's it's, a, it's my about, favorite B horror movie is Thanks Killing. Thanks killing. Oh, yeah, with the yeah. turkey? Yeah. You just what? got stuffed. Explain it's a fucking gobble, serial. <laughs> it's a serial killer. I can't believe we've seen it. I've always wondered that. <laughs> it's about a serial killer turkey. Okay. If you you have Amazon Prime? Yes. Go Amazon Prime actually has a very good selection of B B really? horror movies. Nice. Plus you got the stick, the fire mm. stick. Yep. So yeah, look up uh Thanks, thanks killing. Thanks killing. It's just shit. It's it's like a hand puppet turkey. That's killing people. And, and I want. <laughs> I think it came out after Chucky. 
Right, was that I don't thing? remember what yeah. year, but I just remember one that one scene where I think this woman thought she was being fucked by a, an, a man, but it was actually the turkey from behind. <laughs> and then she re- revealed it was, she found out it was the turkey, and he was like, you just got stuffed. <laughs> that, it, it's one of those movies. It's so silly. That uh, sounds bad enough to be good. It, it, it is fantastic in how bad it is. Nice. Like, And the filmmakers are very, very much aware of how yes. bad this movie is. Because they made the first one, and then they made Thanksgiving 3, yes. and advertised it saying, Thanksgiving 3, so bad we skipped the sequel. Nice. <laughs> I can get into that. So, like, uh, this is it's one of those movies that just gets fucking great. I like, th- I think I, that's really cool that they have stuff like that and to show that there is markets for this and, yeah. and you can make money from making movies like yes. this. Yeah. It's encouraging because it's hard to come out with this, these big budget dramas and yeah. action films all the time. Yeah. I think Lloyd Kaufman is the, watch any movie by Troma. Okay. They make the Toxic Avenger. Mm. I haven't seen um, that. that which on is list. so silly. Yeah. Just about a nerd that gets thrown into a toxic waste dump, mm. and then he becomes a superhero. A superhero. Okay, <laughs> and there were like four movies yeah. about it, and it's so silly. But there's something there's a there's something endearing about it. There, the, it's, a, it's a charm of fun. I think that's why the <laughs> Evil Dead movies were so popular yeah, back they when they came out. Yeah, because they 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 sort of they were gross and they were weird, but they they sort of enchanted or aroused this sense of like. Man, I can just have fun watching a movie and not worry about all of the intricacies. And I think I think that's a good thing. Like Cagney, you know, a little extreme sometimes, but yeah. he, uh, he the way he approaches film is very interesting by introducing you to stuff that you really never would consider yourself watching. Mm. And uh, I think he he recommended Toxic Avenger, and I watched Father's Day. And he said he you know he's like oh dude it's amazing and I was just like this is fucking shit but <laughs> it was also kind of good yeah not, not that bad have you seen any of the um, the Oscar movies that are that are got got nominated uh, Moonlight I know we talked about uh, Manchester by the Sea I still haven't seen that I really want to see it that shit is great. you haven't seen Manchester mm-hmm. by the Sea it's great no, that's my that's my, that's, the, a, that's the winner in my eyes really because I, I don't be. I don't think it's in cinema anymore so I have to no yeah. you mm-hmm. it, it's a uh, it's at a Regal theaters it's at a Regal theaters Casey it. Affleck has to win yeah Casey Affleck has to is win he nominated best actor. for best actor yeah nice the only ones that I've not seen are the Hidden Figures and uh, the, f- the, the, the black the black ones. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds bad. But yeah, I gotta yeah. be honest, dude. Brian hasn't seen him either. Hidden, it's, it's I've fine. Seen Hidden figures, no, looks, no. <laughs> Hidden figures look boring. I'm sorry. I was thinking about Moonlight. Hidden um, figures look boring. Mm. Here, I know wrong. it's probably not, but it looked here's the, here's the thing to me. about that movie. Hidden and figures. this guy wants me to see fucking Marky Mark in this White the Wall movie. <laughs> white the Wall. Is white that, the Wall. That's, that's what it's called. The, the white guy in China. The White Wall. <laughs> the White Wall. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't go see fucking fences. I want to see fences. <laughs> here's but, a, here's but the thing about figures uh, look boring. You're fig- boring. No, 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 not gonna have it. Pharrell put his blood, sweat, and tears into that score. Have you heard the soundtrack to Hidden Figures? Pharrell has not been good since 2010. Can we go ahead and have him leave now? <laughs> can we? Can we go ahead and have I him mean, leave? When NERD ended, Pharrell became boring. NERD did not end. Thank you. When they went on hiatus. Oh my goodness. Chris is getting a little triggered over here. He knows I'm right. No, you're not. Girl was a trash album. <laughs> All right. And I'll the, accept that. The Get Lucky song was not good. I don't like that song now. So you better not mention Happy because nope. that was terrible. That's not on the radar. No. I hate that song. No, I like, hate that song too. Mm-hmm. The last good thing mu- album that Pharrell played a big part of mm-hmm. was the last NERD album. I think it's called a. Uh, what was it called? Um, Flyer Dot. No, no, no. no. Seeing Sounds. Um, Seeing Sounds. Oh my god. I love that album. Yeah. I haven't, I, I haven't read this. I haven't heard any of these. Yeah, they're, they're really good. They're really good. Oh, Pharrell, Pharrell, Pharrell used to be part of a group. Yeah. Chad Hugo and I don't know the other guy's Shad, name. He's not really... Shad something, yeah. Something He's not like intricate, that. yeah. But they were part of a group called N-E-R-D, N-E-R-D or Nobody Nerd. Nobody Ever Really Dies. Something like that. Nobody yeah. Ever Really Dies. Yeah, yeah, and the four really good funk kind of pop yeah. pop funk yeah. R&B Synth, a little bit. Tech, yeah. So good. Yeah. All four albums are so good. You know who I... I, I I'm going to break the conversation away from Pharrell, but mm-hmm. uh, John Legend... He did mm. a song for La La Land. Mm. Uh, I think it was like Fire Hazard or some shit like that. Oh yeah, he's in it definitely. And uh, I really, I really liked him in that. I wasn't a fan of him, but I started listening to some of his stuff back mm. then, and, and I think he's growing on me. John Legend bit. is awesome. His yeah. first two albums, um, Save Room, was the second one, and the first one was Get Lifted, produced by Kanye West. Back when Kanye West was good in the producing room, and I miss the old Kanye. <laughs> nope. I love the, old <laughs> yeah. Kanye. the uh, the thing you were talking about with the uh, Pharrell and how you're talking about he kind of fell off. But um, what would, would you say the same thing about? Timbaland? 
that's the thing, man. Hasn't Timberland has Timberland ever stopped producing? Because I that's, he, that's, he's like top three all time. Yes. like hip hop producers. Would you say the th- same thing about Dr. Dre? I, I haven't about Dre. heard. That, but that's the thing. That's what, what my, my point is. Though, we're and, talking about like, dude. Does he still? Does Dr. Dre still produce? Because I don't mm-hmm. keep up with he, producing. He, he that produced. Well. He produced the score and soundtrack to uh, Straight Outta Compton. Really? Okay. Yeah. But that's, that's what I'm saying, though, is um, with, with Pharrell, he's not making albums, per se, anymore, but he has his hand in movies everywhere. He did the uh, Despicable Me soundtrack one and two. He did this Hidden Figures. He did a number of scores for um, for movies. Um, who uh, Timberland, he's uh, he's uh, executive producer uh, for music for the show Empire. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the first season was really good. The second season's trash. But, I mean, he, that's, he just made a new lane for himself. Now, if Kanye West would stop trying to put himself on and put himself in the forefront and just produce stuff for other people and come out of the limelight, we might like him again. His ego is too, too, Making too movie scores sounds like a cool-ass way to end your career. Yes. Like, to put out albums and then it's like, I'm just going to soundtrack movies. I mean, that's, that's, that's where it's at. I mean, instead of putting yourself on and putting all of your energy into, you know, lifting yourself up, how about you lift up some other people? Mm-hmm. That's what got Kanye West on in the first place, lifting up Jay Z, Dame Dash, Cameron, um, Brandy, all these other people, lifting everybody else up. So I mean, I think I think it's really sad because I, I used to love, I used to like Kanye, like I actually mm. used to listen to Kanye's stuff. Mm. Uh, and like after what was it? After the hal- the album with Heartless and Stronger, Eight mm, Ways and Heartbreaks. That was two different albums, though. So. Right, two different gra- albums. Gra- graduation was um was Stronger. Eight Ways and Heartbreaks was Heartless. Okay, well after Heartless, that's mm. kind of when I fell off the map from him. Okay. Um, Man, because that's, of when that, got, that's when he that's got, when he got so much better. Yeah, amazing. my dark twisted fantasy was, was the one after that. <sighs> yes. And like, I, I mean, I still like Kanye. Like, I like some of his old stuff, but mm. like, I can't follow him as an artist anymore because he he's lost his fucking mind. Okay. And like it, it kind of sucks. There's a lot of artists like that that I think. I don't know, man. I would. I just want to hear his albums. Yeah. I wouldn't let like whatever the fuck he's doing. Well, outside the, of his the thing is like like every time I, I I try to like look someone like Kanye up or or, mm. or someone that was really big and then happened to like kind of lose it for a little bit, mm. uh, they just start saying like so much weird problematic shit mm. that I just kind of like I can't. I know that I should be able to separate the artist from the from their work. Yeah. But sometimes it's really hard, especially when the artist is all over. It's like ass pressing in the work. But the Kanye thing is, is, like, what has Kanye has Kanye really said anything, or is it just the people that he's around that, and people are just building up this asshole image? Um, I think, I think it he, works. I think it works. I know he ways. said the thing about Trump, but I don't. I don't really I don't think fault that's him no, for that. no give, not give, at all. That's the same thing like Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey said, hey, okay, he's a president. Let's give him a chance and see what he can do. And people turned like, on him never, hardcore. Never watching Dallas Buyers Club again. <laughs> like, I hate that, dude. It's, I hate that you can't say anything. No. You know, just, I, hate, I hate it, too. There, there's, it too. there's something happening right now that's that's terrifying in, in a way. Mm-hmm. Because uh, growing up, you know, you have the right wing and conservative and they were looked at as the people that were closed-minded and wouldn't listen to any other opinions besides their own. And now it's getting to where the left and the liberal are looking that way, to where this is the way that it is. I don't have to listen to anything that you have to say right. because you're automatically wrong. Now, now I think and it's, it's both parties doing the same thing. Oh, no, it, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like which, now the, yes, extremes it, on both sides. It's so extreme I, I both it. sides now. It's like we don't have a communication either way. And, and, and I think the reason that happened is because, like, the, 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 the left or, like, liberals mm-hmm. were trying to be rational for a while. Yeah. And then they found that that wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And so they've adopted this sort of extremist mentality, which is both harmful, which is harmful in, like, multiple ways. Yeah. You, you, first of all, you sound fucking insane. Yep. And then, like, people can't take you, can't take you seriously. Exactly. It's like um, you're no better than them at that no, point. You at, know? at that point. And, and I hate the fact that I, that I hold liberal ideas. Mm. That these extremist, this extremist people hold as well, yeah. because I can't communicate them without being associated with that group, mm-hmm. and that's and that terrifying in a way, because like I, like I like to open up conversations. Yes. So like if someone's talking about something, like yesterday I was reading an article about the Dear White People movie, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. television show that came out, movie, uh, and people. Well, the, Netflix is doing a television series, basically. Oh, what? which is why it's yes. in the forefront again. And people are like, I'm deleting yeah. my Netflix account. Right. Hold on. Start over. All right. So, so number one, there's a movie, Dear White People movie. Yeah, there's a movie by Justin Seaman. I've seen that. Or C. Simon. And and now number two, there's a Dear White People television show on Netflix. Netflix, Yeah, Netflix is adapting the movie into a television series following Samantha 
B, I think. Not B, like Samantha, mm. whatever her name was. And 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 because of that, there is an uproar. People saying they're canceling the Netflix. Yes, yes, uh, because, because they're they're idiots and they don't know what <laughs> what the fucking show is going to be about. Uh, well, it, just, it's uh, people that are having a knee jerk reaction to the name Dear White People. Exactly what it because is. Because he named he named the the movie Dear White People. Because um, he made a, a Pattery Twitter account where he was mm. saying, like, dear white people, uh, I know that you like jazz and whatever, mm. uh, but you can keep, I mean, like, thank you for liking jazz or whatever, but we don't want this and that from your culture. Mm. Like, it, it, was a, it was a Twitter parody account that started making fun of the stuff that white people like mm. that came from black people culture yeah. and vice versa. It was yeah. sort of like it was, it was Justin, who, the filmmaker who came up with this Twitter account, okay. and an attempt to sort of start poking fun at the racial stereotypes that white people and black people have of each other. Mm. And so he started working on this Twitter account and he started writing this movie that was loosely based on his time at Chapman University yeah. uh, um, as a student and and he realized that the movie worked really well called Dear White People because mm. that's what he, he was addressing mostly on on the on the movie. He was losing yeah. it based on his life and with the struggles of being a black student yeah. in a predominantly white school and like people trying to adapt their culture yep. and doing all this sort of things. And so he did that and the movie came out and it was a, it was a pretty huge success despite yes. all the... It's really the, good. People, you know, being calling out racism or calling him, uh, you know, nigger and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, on social media. He yeah. still went ahead with the movie. And now uh, the upper for the movie faded, but the Netflix uh, wanted to make the movie into a show because it's about it's about a radio host in a, in a school. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, admittedly, the format works really well for a series. And Netflix says, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. And uh, at that point, when people found out that Netflix was making a show called Dear White People, mm. there was the title of the movie all over again. People were going crazy mm. over the fact that they, they perceived this as black people trying to create a race it's just war. people being unwilling to have a dialogue. Right. And just instantly think. So people are calling out race wars yeah. and like saying that black people want to create a race war mm. and that white people shouldn't be watching Netflix and people are canceling their accounts. And it's just a whole bunch of like stupid people really being close-minded and refusing to have a dialogue about what this show is trying to start, which is just like yeah. the conversation between how these two cultures interact. I think uh, maybe because there's some sort of stigma going around to where white people think they are being attacked yeah. constantly right. for the way that they think yeah. or uh, any type of opinions they might have. They can't. They they might feel that they. For some reason, it feels like white people just really want to be oppressed. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know yeah. what the deal is, but we feel... Maybe it's some sort of some, A lot of us feel really defensive. Mm. Uh, yeah. And I guess it we do hear about it a lot, like how much we're fucking up. Um, mm. So I guess they just kind of... It's now knee-jerk reactions like... Yeah. Well, about well the, it, it turns into something that instead of attacking an opinion or a thought, it starts belonging into attacking the person because those things are so ingrained mm-hmm. in people's mind. Like... People are, uh, like, white people feel like some of these thoughts that they're having are, like, the thoughts of them trying to be a normal person in society Mm -hmm. are being attacked by black people saying, like, yo, we don't get the same treatment and we want it because it's so so inherently attached to their identity that it feels like an attack on their person instead of an attack of, like, an action or a behavior that we can fix. And therefore, people don't want to have the the dialogue, which I think is extremely harmful. I mean, I I love the movie. I mean, it was introducing a lot of things that I had to talk to about with my black friends growing up in a school. You know, like Mm -hmm. I said, I went to a white school, elementary school, and something like, um, you know how you I, I use coconut oil, you use coconut oil, yeah. you know, people of color were using it in our hair. And, you know, I was at the time it wasn't coconut oil. It was just another slick, greasy Vaseline. thing or whatever. Uh, it was a grease, but I can't remember the name of it, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, um, so I'm in first grade, first or second grade, and I have this in my hair. And uh, one of the, the kids walk up to me and was like, oh, your hair looks really cool. Uh, can I touch it? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> And they go up and touch my hair, and then they get grease on their hands, and then they take their hand and wipe it on my shirt. Yeah. I got suspended that day. I got suspended from school that day for punching this guy for ruining <laughs> my nice shirt, you know, because right. I put the grease in my hair, but I had no intention of having this stain my shirt. Right. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's just that that community that lack of communication the person not knowing what this hair is and then thinking that it's cool you know it's like and they they had a, a instance of that inside the movie you know it, it's just there's um there's some communication that just hasn't happened yet and i'm, I'm glad it's, it's open now uh, 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 go ahead uh i was trying to figure out how to word this just um do you think that there is you can you okay. can keep well, going. I'll be thinking. I I think that uh, like people don't want to admit like everyone wants like absolute equality for all the races, regardless of what race it is. Mm-hmm. Like or like 
people that are sane and rational want this. Mm. But I don't think anyone wants to admit that we're not quite there yet. And mm. then we need to start having a serious dialogue about how to get there. Mm. And, and, and those are the dialogues that are like dear white people are trying to open up. And when people shut them down, they're doing way more harm than good. Yeah. I think that was kind of maybe what I was leaning into. Do you think that white people have a right to maybe feel like they are being Everyone kind of ha- like particularly them and per- particularly persecuted? Yeah, by a certain kind of. I the right. I, think we, I don't. I really mean, the, the way the way that I look at it is, um, say say you come in and take over a house. Kick everybody a house, evict the people that live inside the house, and now this is your house. As far as you're concerned, you own the house. And now you have people that are coming into the house and then telling you to, well, this isn't this is the way that you lived, but how can we make it so that everyone in this house can be comfortable? And then the people say, Well, okay, we'll we'll concede this, we'll concede that. And now the original homeowners are feeling like they've made too many concessions to the point to where their house is being taken over. You know, it's like it's not as if they own the house anymore. Now it's a shared house. They don't call the shot in this house no more now they have to you know have a conversation before a change is made so i mean that's it, it, just, it just feels like someone that has owned something for so long and they don't want to come to terms with sharing really uh i uh, I, I agree with that sentiment and yeah. it makes sense but i think to my answer to your question is that i think everyone has the right to feel a particular way but i don't think any everyone has the right to be heard about how they feel i think that a lot of times people think that opinions are facts and matter of the fact is opinions are not facts and so like while everyone has a right to feel a certain way everyone has a right to feel offended Mm -hmm. sometimes we have to cut the conversation off and say so what if you're offended so what if this bothers you Mm -hmm. and 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 i think that's what's starting to happen and i think that's why some some white people feel particularly attacked because some people are starting to realize that what they're doing isn't okay and they're being called out and it feels like an attack on their identity and they try to line out they go like, listen, we get that you have the right to be offended. We're not trying to take that right away from you. But it doesn't matter that you're offended because we're trying to create a world where everybody can have the same rights and the same benefits, not just where one person is ruling it. So like, like Chris said, like, everyone's trying to create the world where we can have a conversation before any real change is happening instead of having one person dominate the changes or dominate the environment. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's why people, or white people in particular, fear, feel like they're sort of being May their persecuted. Voices- yeah, I feel like no. their voice is kind of. I think Fading. they might feel. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because, yeah. uh, uh, and and this is sort of a socio-economical discussion at some point. Mm. But uh, truth of the fact is, like white people used to be the socio-economical class that was always on top, and by losing that socio-economic status, there's a certain set of consequences that happen, and I don't think uh, a lot of them are the ones that are so vocal about. Um, you know, not being receptive to the sentiments that people of color or other ethnicities are bringing into the table is that they're afraid of losing that socioeconomic status. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's really shitty. It, it really is shitty that they're so close-minded to the point where they, they're not willing to have a, a discussion. That's, the, that's the, what I was needing to say, yeah. wanting to say, that we all need to just be willing to, to talk yeah. and then mm-hmm. just have a discussion. Quickly just saying, I'm going to delete my Netflix account because right. you've got this show bashing white people. Yeah. Supposedly, but, yeah, and, that, but that's and, not what it is. It, it's it's really it's it's a sad set of affairs. Hmm. I uh, I started watching a show called uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic um, Detective. You did about that. How yeah. how is, is it? it? Good? It is really good. Uh, it's really it good. Um, oh, shoot. Um, if you've ever seen a show called a uh, Search Party, you, you've heard about the show, um, mm-hmm. or a show called um, Man Seeking Woman. All right. Oh, was that Jay Jay Burchall and mm, Eric Andre, Man Seeking Woman? Yes, 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 yes. Where he sees monsters and stuff. Yes. I've heard the name Man Seeking Woman, but I have no idea what the show is. Man Seeking Woman is a uh, a very surreal show and the um, over the top metaphors. So it's like, say you're you're feeling bad, you know, say you're depressed, and to show that that person is feeling depressed, they'll have a rain cloud over the top of them and pouring down drenching rain. Very very literal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it. Yeah, it's it's very surreal like that. And then the um, the other show, some search party, is a um, fictitious detective show to where these wild zany events happen on this fake detective thing. Now, um, Dirk Dirk gently's detective thing is a mismatch of both of those things you have that surreal reality where surreality of just nonsensical things that that are happening on top of this fake detective that's happening at the same time that's kind of awesome where where can we find it bbc 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 one wait is it a british show yeah but it's also got the indie king elijah wood 
Oh, nice. Oh, yes. you were that's yeah. You were talking about this yesterday. Yeah, and, uh, Dude, he's, the, he's the indie king, man. Do, he does awesome Elijah stuff. Wood. Do you agree that that uh, Elijah <laughs> Wood looks like a pedophile that's just about to get caught? He looks like an uncomfortable <laughs> pedophile. You know, like not like a pedophile that that is comfortable. You know, in his surroundings, like a because he has the wide eyes and like the dopey face. Yeah. So he always looks like an uncomfortable pedophile that's just this is about not to get a pedophile caught. That keeps all this. Porn. He was scared twenty four seven. He ages like fine wine, though. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he he does. does. He's like thirties. He still looks like same with nineteen Radcliffe, year old Frodo. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And Radcliffe's aging Radcliffe, well too. They, yeah. they look alike, so I'm not surprised. So there's like, Ryan Gosling. He's aging Ryan well too. Go- yeah, man. There's a lot of like people yeah. in Hollywood that I would love to have. Like, yeah. think how old is Ryan Gosling? He's like 35. Yeah, he's I in think his 30s. So, yeah, 35. He looks about 35. Yeah. God, yeah. I just like Ryan. Go- I, Ryan Gosling's my boy, man. Can we talk about CeeLo Green? Did y'all watch? Yeah. What the fuck is up with that guy? <laughs> <laughs> I listened to I listened to Chris D'Elia's podcast, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Hey, bro." uh... <laughs> You ever watch, listen, listen to Chris Lee? He's, mm-hmm. he's hilarious. He's like, hey, bro, uh, I know you look like you're about to go fight the Power Rangers, mm-hmm. but make music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you look like an Oscar. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Write three songs. Yeah, he's not going to do that. <laughs> Just make music. No. <laughs> so funny. No, Chris Lee is one of my favorite comedians. He's pretty great. Um, he's, Cilo, got a, he's got a podcast now. CeeLo was, uh, I think he's still dealing with rape accusations uh, yep, currently. So, I mean, he hasn't had good music come out since then. But, I mean, even for the past 10 years, he's been over the top. Ever since he had that song, um, See That Girl Around Town. Fuck, you. Girl, fuck you, yeah. That song, Forget You, Fuck You, that song. As soon as that song blew up and took him like outside of the hip-hop world and into the pop world to where everyone knew who he was, this guy changed up hardcore. He started dressing like a flamingo, wearing like sequins out fits with I, glitter everywhere. I feel like I was trying to like out Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga. I mean, to, to a degree. I mean, just like, uh. I mean, it's been for a while. Lady Gaga started popping when like 2011, mm-hmm. 2010. Like CeeLo's been doing this since 2008, 2009. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been happening. <laughs> it, it's, it's just, it's just weird to see someone craving attention that much. It, it's bizarre to me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It works. I feel like, like yeah, David it's, Bowie it's a fun did time. Shit all, he's like, he's like the founding father of david Bowie continued to be a talented person throughout his entire career like i don't i don't mind like there's a guy andre 3000 he dressed fucking ridiculous but every but he's always putting out good music you know like you can kind of do whatever you want as long as you're producing so so the rule is like you can be eccentric as fuck as long as you're making good shit yes the moment you stop making good shit your eccentricism becomes like all right go look look what happened look what would happen to quentin tarantino if he puts out a bad movie this is true (laughs) you know what i'm saying he puts out one stinker and everybody everything turns on this guy you know, hmm. so, I mean, yeah, like you, you're kind of uh, afforded a lot more luxuries and leeway when you're super talented. That's true. You know? Man, you got, that, that's bizarre. You guys seen anything? Anything else of note? I started. I started. I watched the first episode and a half of iBoy. You remember that show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was interesting. It, mm. it, it, it felt like it was taking a cool approach to yeah. like techno hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna call this genre sort of techno hero. Okay. Where like they're they're mess they're trying to find an artistic way to represent the way that we inter- interface with technology okay and i think the premise of the show is pretty fascinating mm. i didn't like a lot of the performances in the show and yeah. i didn't necessarily like the direction the show was going mm. but i feel like the show did an interesting thing by trying to make a hero a techno hero mm. per se and i feel like we're going to see a lot more techno heroes happening uh, we've what? had them before we had them in alpha um, like is he, is he going through he's not techno viking like, okay, like, he's like a techno hero who's come through save the day with techno music <laughs> we need the dubstep hero in here immediately <laughs> some dudes leveling buildings with dubstep uh but like the premise of the the, the concept of the show is like really interesting yeah and i'm really curious to see where that concept goes maybe mm. with other series yeah but I don't feel like I would watch iBoy. Definitely not. It is rated for a three star for me on Netflix. Yeah. And and people, I would hi- like if you don't know to do this. Like I don't. But supposedly uh, there's a good pe- amount of people that don't. Rate your movies on Netflix. I don't rate dick on Netflix. Rate your rate your movies on. I mean, you don't care about the ratings yeah. and stuff like that, so it won't, won't matter to you. But but um but rate your movies if you care about the rating on there. Cause like somebody will say, yeah, um, I went to go watch this. It said it was a five star for me on Netflix and it was recommended to me because I watched this other thing. I'm like, yeah, anything that you watch on Netflix, they'll say, yeah, because you watch this, we're gonna recommend this. Right. But if you didn't say that that first movie that you hated was a one star, they're just gonna assume that you want to continue to watch movies like that. Right. You know, so you have to rate the things. So it's like when. Whenever somebody tells me, 
um, you need to go watch this, this, and this. I've rated hundreds of movies, so Netflix knows exactly what my taste is. So as Jonathan says, hey, you need to go watch so-and-so. I pull up, I type it into Netflix, like, nah, you're not going to like it. <laughs> you know, like it already knows. <laughs> I didn't even. I wasn't even aware of that that it would do that for you. There you go. Like, that's, that's such a common thing too. Yeah. It, it, it's an algorithm, basically. Yeah. It's, yes. it's a great algorithm. It works. I love it. it I rate yes. bad movies. Mm. I like. I rate really bad movies and really, really, really good movies. Mm. That's what I do. Yeah. If if it's an average, I usually tend to ignore it. Um, I don't know why. It's just yeah. kind of how it happens. Okay. Um. But like, Netflix ratings are weird, man. They, they they get bizarre. What you mean? For me, like I get recommended like. Because you're not rating shit. Well, this is, I know, but this is mostly because I'm like, I like share a Netflix account. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I forget that I'm watching on not my profile, but on her profile. Mm -hmm. So like, I just get like a bunch of like weird French romance movies. Of course, yes. And like, and like, I watch them and they end up being fucking fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I'm angry that they're so good Mm because I really don't want to keep watching them. Just because I'm bored of French movies already. But every time I go on Netflix Mm -hmm. and I click a French movie, it's a fucking good movie. So I think the French just have good movies. I'm just tired of hearing people, French people talk. That's an odd problem to have. It, it is. It's a very specific <laughs> problem. It's like every time I go into Netflix, there's like, there's three categories of movies. Like, I, like I, my, my, I, I can't stop watching good movies, guys. Every time that I go on Netflix, they keep putting good movies on there for me to watch. Like, what, somebody please help. Like, I don't know what to do. Every single time I go on there to watch a movie, and then it's fucking good. What the fuck? <laughs> Netflix, Netflix gets too much shit, man. I think they have good stuff. They do now. I yeah, think so. Do. Yeah, I think they're, 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 the the decline search. is happening though. We're we're gonna, we're gonna see a transition when mm. the, the, it, it starts from like in the next couple of years from like original content. Mm. The quality is probably gonna go down because they're gonna lose a lot of licenses. Yeah. But then after that original content pays off, I think we're gonna see an incline in quality. Yeah. Again, so yes. we're gonna have a rocky, maybe rocky two year for Netflix content, but then I think we're gonna climb back up. Yeah. Hopefully so. Yeah. Any movies you guys are anticipating for 2017? I really want to see Logan. Logan. I'm really cool. I'm really into the Logan movie. The trailers are so goddamn good mm. for that movie. Okay. I think De- it's one Deadpool of the Deadpool set the set the set shit in motion, man. Yeah. Another rated R Marvel movie. Yeah. Which I'm super excited about, and and like just the uh, the care that went into creating like a good trailer that tells nothing about the story, but mm. it makes you want to watch the movie. Just like, mm, mm. <laughs> it's so good. There's a lot of good stuff coming out 2017. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like after y'all see Logan and tell me that it's oh yeah I'm gonna see Get Out yeah. I'm definitely mm-hmm. seeing Get Out after you guys see Logan and tell me how great it is I'm, I may end up seeing it cool. it's just there have been a lot of like bad movies, bad movies yeah, yeah. I, I I also think I'm emotionally attached to Hugh Jackman mm. so whenever he plays Wolverine I have to like watch a Wolverine movie it's last time mm. too good he's yeah done, it's his last time after. fucking good I, I'm glad that it's his last time and, <laughs> I'm, and I'm hoping that Logan is a good movie so that he goes out with a bang yes I can and, say that and, like, and it looks yeah. it, look, it actually looks pretty pretty good it looks look good it look and good. I think it's set apart from the universe where X-Men movies are normally set in so mm. it's like not attached to the the X-Men first class bullshit it's just yeah. kind of like it's own thing yeah. I'm excited I'm excited oh, Yeah, I want to see Blade Runner Blade Runner also Blade good. Runner Ryan Gosling what is it Blade Runner 2077 no 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 no, no. 2049 2049 Blade Runner 2049 number 1 is number 1 is uh is sci-fi yeah no, let's get the sound together there we go <laughs> Uh, num- number one is, is is science fiction. Fucking love science fiction. Number two is Blade Runner. And All Harris, the- Harrison Ford passing the torch. Yes. Yeah. You Bla- Blade Runner. Harrison Ford. So now we got a sequel. That's great. Number three. You know who's directing this? You know who's directing this? I forgot the name. I forgot the name. Yes, the, the guy, the guy that directed. Ridley, Ridley, no, it's not Ridley, Ridley. Scott. Is, is it really no, Scott? No, no it's no. Dennis Villanueva. Dennis, yeah, that, Villanueva. The monster. Yes, dude, Dennis Villanueva is go. a monster. Yes, what, what he, he is a force. Well, I, I, I think I've seen some of his movies. Let me pull dude, him up. he did Prisoners. Okay, he did Arrival. Oh, mm-hmm. Arrival. He did yeah. Sicario. Yes. Nice. Uh, he's doing a, a remake of um, Dune. Mm-hmm. The David Lynch movie from the eighties. Oh wow! Like that's gonna, that's gonna be, be awesome. fucking amazing. That dude's got some great work. Oh yeah. yes, I'm, I'm into uh, it. What was the other movie he made? Let's see, I'm Enemy. Him up. Did he do Enemy with Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, I fucking love Enemy. I don't think he, he I don't did. Think that was him. Uh, he did Prisoners, uh, Incendie, Arrival, Sicario, uh, Enemy. Oh, okay. Your prisoners, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's like that's, and he's directing this, so I cannot flip in wait. Like that's that's gonna be good stuff. I'm gonna be excited for that. Yeah. The other one, another science fiction movie. You had to set me straight that Ryan Gosling isn't in this one. It's um Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Life, life, life. Looking forward to that as well. I'm not. 
excited for that one, mm-hmm. but I'll go see it. Definitely it will. seems interesting. Definitely will. I, I like it. Well, the reason I'm very much drawn to it mm-hmm. is in the in the trailer, there's a black guy dying first. You know what I'm saying? All right, so let's backtrack to the very beginning of this episode where I'm saying it's like, why is nobody doing this? And the reason nobody was killing the black guy first is because in the 70s, 80s, and early 90s, it. It, yeah, it became a thing. It's like, this is a person of, of little value, so we can go ahead and kill them, but it still lets you know that this the intensity of the movie that a human being can die, right. but just not one that's very highly valued. Mm-hmm. You know, so they kill off the black person. So they stopped doing that, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, up until now, to where it just wasn't happening. You know, they, they weren't killing off the black guy. So that somebody has the balls to not only kill off the black guy first, but put it in the trailer. You know, I was like, yes, that's the kind of pushing the line people that I fuck with. That's what I want. You know? I, I, don't say, I don't say this often enough, mm. but I fucking love you, man. I'm just saying, like, y'all, y'all understand the logic that, that I'm saying? It's like, I why? I understand. <laughs> you know? Setting the tone. Yeah, it's like, I don't like to see black people die. I mean, I'm a black guy, you know, but it's just that nobody's doing it. And the and the reason that you're not doing it, it's like, it's, it's okay. Like, people die. And anybody dies. It doesn't matter the color. Anybody and they were just dies. staying away from it. Kids die. Babies die. Dogs die. Black people die. Everybody man, dies. when dogs die in a movie, I get, it's the worst. I, I get fucking it's the Yes, it's fucking, the worst. I am legend still. Still wrecks me every time I see the. It, it, it hurt me seeing Baxter getting punted over off the bridge in Anchorman. It's <laughs> 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 just that. I mean, but just show it. Even show in Moonrise, it. even in Moonrise Kingdom, with the with the little pupper. Oh got, yeah, 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 yeah. Got fucking stabbed with an arrow. Yeah. Shot? Did you get shot with an arrow? Or did you get stabbed with an arrow? I believe we got shot. You got. Sh- I uh, think it works both ways. Yeah. Because they shoot an arrow at you, but yeah. the arrow stabs you. <laughs> Yeah. You know, that's I a good think, point. Yeah. yeah, people shoot the arrow at you, but Shabbed. you get stabbed by the arrow. That's like saying you get shot. Yeah. I mean, you get stabbed by a bullet. Stop. Then at that point, stop. No, the bullet just—I think the bullet just like penetrates you. It's not stabbing you. What's the difference? It's not a blade. A stab is a is penetration. No, a stab is a blade penetrating skin. A bullet is just mm. let going very fast. I don't know if that is the definitive definition of a stab. A I, blade entering flesh. I think the stab has stab is just. A, really, a puncture, a, a more personal yeah. attack. Like yeah. I'm going to hold this knife, and I'm going to. I don't think it has to be a knife it. or a, me, a metallic a, object. Like object. I can, I can take a stick, and if I can penetrate the skin, like I think stab has to do with penetration. Thrust a knife or other pointed weapon into someone so as to pointed wound weapon. or kill. There we go. So I think the difference is that you can't take a bullet and like shove it in someone's face and they die. You know? Or could you? Or I mean. <laughs> Theoretically, That's superhuman strength. Yeah, yeah Eminem yeah. once said, uh, "I'm gonna take this bullet and pull it through you." This, is, well, there you go, Eminem, Slim Shady, mm-hmm. the mm. real Slim Shady. Yeah. <laughs> this is a movie I want to see. The Circle. Yes. The circle? All right. You what, seen the? Uh, no. What's the word on that before I cut you off? The what? What's the word on that before I cut oh, you off? Um, it's about. It's gonna have Tom Hanks in it. Oh, you're talking about this? Yeah, yeah. and Emma Watson's going to mm-hmm. be the main character. Oh, nice. I'm only like a little bit through the book, and I haven't, so I haven't watched any trailers. But I think it's just about how willing we are to let technology ha- have some sort of involvement in every aspect of our lives. Nice. And nice. she gets some job at a high, really acclaimed um, tech company called The Circle, mm. and they just want to have her be – they want to know her, like, her every movement – and have her involved um, somehow um, with... They just want to know everything about her. Okay. And uh, it just kind of makes... It's always kind of a fear with me, too. Like, mm. with, with technology like knowing just a little bit too much about a person. Yeah. Okay. And I think they're going to play on that okay. a lot. That'd We've been cool. seeing that it's a lot lately. A thriller. thriller. Techno dystopias. Uh, the show Humans. The show Westworld. Black and Mirror. Black Mirror. Yeah, now this. Yeah, I've seen that a lot. Yeah, I've seen that a lot. I think... I, think, uh, I love that about art, that it's reflective of the fears that everyone has it, when a new technology happens. Yeah. When something like that happens. Because the, the circle develops new... Um, they have a big team of people that are developing different um, sort of technological advancements like cameras that are posted up everywhere around the world that are the size of lollipops, so mm. they're undetectable. Damn. And uh, and it hasn't even gotten to like the scary stuff yet, but I can already tell. like This is getting really fucking creepy, just mm. how invasive they are to yeah. everyone's privacy and stuff. Because when she gets hired, they're like, oh... Well, you know, let's uh, let's have you involved. Let's put you in our system. You can be yeah. part of our social network. Oh, and uh, you get updates all the time. And and they also want her. 
when she's at the job, she knows. I'm going to warn you, you got about two minutes. Okay. Yeah, I was going to start doing the music in the background. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. All right, I'll stop. It's good. Though. You're good? Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'll leave it up to the imagination. It's good, though. All right. Uh, so we're going to cut and we're going to come back with the television and movie premieres. <laughs> Love you, Jonathan. Chris, shut the fuck, fuck up. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Ready? Have you guys ever had your ears pierced? No. Yes, uh, two in each ear. Do you still put earrings in them? No, I'm asking they close up. Yeah, by now. my shit closed up. I got. I don't know your your, your ears. Dude, I looked like the gayest Same. man Same. in the world. Same. I don't Same. got the face for earrings. Okay, <laughs> I got my ears pierced senior week. Yeah. And uh, I looked like shit. I looked. I looked. I looked. Did you leave the studs in when you got a pierce? Yeah, they told me leave the stud. Of yeah. course, this is advice from mm. somebody on Broadway at the beach. So. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, man, just keep rotating them, mm. uh, keep turning the earrings while they're in your ears, yep. and Alcohol. and yeah. then I eventually, you know, was like, I look gay. Yeah, <laughs> literally, I I look like a gay man. Mm. So I that's really funny. I, mean. I took them out, and uh, but yeah, I still feel them, and every now and then I'll squeeze them. And the pus still comes. Oh out. yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I allowed mine to get a, a bit infected. I got mine um, pierced at um, at the beach as well at the mall, and they, they said the same thing. You leave the studs in there and you twist it, you know, so it doesn't get all crusty. You put alcohol on it and everything. But um, I was at the beach and I'm 16 years old and I'm trying to have a good time. And all of my friends been had their ears pierced, so I immediately go out. I take the studs out and I put these large, like fake cubic zirconium um, di- um, earrings in, mm-hmm. very large, you know. So I put it in, and the weight of it is just like pulling down on the ear, like on an already raw like wound. Uh, so it, it it got infected very easily and quickly. God damn it, man! So I ended up having. That's why I had to get two pierces in each year because I fucked up the first time. <laughs> I want to wear the pirate ring in my ear. Oh, Not like a, I wore like a stud, but I want to. If I ever pierce my ear again, I'll get like a little little, little tiny gold ring. Do the Jack Sparrow. Yeah. And movie and television premieres. Yeah. <laughs> this weekend, uh, movie and television premieres uh, for the week of Tuesday, February the 28th through uh, Monday, March the 6th. Uh, the first show is going to be Tuesday, February 28th. It's Mike Birbiglia. Thank God for jokes. Oh, it, that guy's pretty. I don't, I don't Michael know. If I, I think he's funny, but I, don't, funny. I haven't seen him enough to make an opinion. He has a uh, movie called Sleepwalk With Me. A uh, number of stand-up specials like this guy's a very good writer. He's awesome. Nice. Um, but he has a comedy special. It's going to be on Netflix Tuesday, February the 28th. Uh, next thing, um, we're in March now. Sheesh. We're in the future, by the way. Yeah. We're in the oh, future. Oh, yeah, we are in the future. This is Tuesday, February the 28th through Monday, March the 6th. Like, we're all dead as far as, you know, <laughs> everyone knows at this point. You know, like, by the time you guys hear this, you know, I guess I guess you guys have survived the uh, the zombie apocalypse and yep. the the oncoming uh, nuclear war. Yeah, that, if you're that, listening, uh, I hope you try to help us. At yeah. least I hope at the very least you were considering. Yeah, about? they um the the the, <laughs> the, 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 the listeners. There was a, a nuclear war that wiped out like seventy percent of the population on February the twenty second. So the remainder of the listeners they survived. So that's so they're good. listening to this. You no, know, we're we're dead currently uh, while yeah. this is being. Listened we we to. didn't make it. No, we didn't make it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, thank you guys for all the support. We appreciate the podcast. I had a good run. (laughs) Too bad the nuclear holocaust fucking happened. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The uh, the next thing is going to be Wednesday, March the 1st, uh, Catfish, the TV show. You guys seen that before? Mm Mm-mm. Dude, it's I done. Care. I don't care anymore. Good. It's like Good. Chris Hansen to catch a predator, but like worse. Why is it still? Why is it still? How are you still getting catfished? <laughs> People still getting catfished. I want. I need proof. Yes. Before I continue this conversation. Yes. Send me a picture of you winking, exactly. pointing at the camera. Like I mean, I, at least show show me your penis. You know, I, I always <laughs> what what? Like I'm a solid five. So if I if I if I have like a ten talking to me, I'm gonna fucking suspect, suspect something. Yeah, this is probably an old man just talking to me. Went right through that. God damn. So I'm like not gonna. I'm just annoyed. It's still a show. How yeah. are you still? Right. Yeah, it's still happening. Uh, the next show is gonna be Feud, Betty and Joan. Uh, it's a drama on FX at 10 p.m. <laughs> Uh, as yet another Ryan Murphy anthology series. This one, as the title suggests, will examine famous feuds in history, beginning with the rivalry between Hollywood stars Joan Crawford and Betty Davis, played by Susan Sarandon. What's the show called? A Feud, Betty and Joan. Oh. So, Do I care? I don't know any of those people, so I don't think I Um, 
like I'm, I'm into television from the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Okay. And um, Betty Davis was um, a very, very good actress. Uh, she was a comedic actress, similar to Amy Poehler. Okay. If y'all know who that is, yeah, yeah. Uh, similar to Amy Poehler, but um, best really good friends with Lucille Ball. But she was in a feud, like a knockout, dragout feud with a another very famous uh, actress named Joan Crawford. Um, these people existed in the fifties and sixties, so okay. whatever. Yeah, I'm familiar with those names. Yeah, All right. Sure. Well, here's something uh, more up to date, up to the millennium. Uh, keeping up with the Kardashians. You're gonna go fuck yourself. That'll be a You're Sunday, March the fifth. It's a so reality hard. show on E. Go fuck at nine p.m. So you into that? No. Jonathan? No. I'm really not going to say one word. You're not into that? One word. No, no. The Kardashians, though? We all, got our, we all got our interests. You know, you, know, you, know, you may not like the Kardashians, but what say you about the Jenners? I don't give a shit about the Miami. Don't care about the That's Jenners the thing, man. I don't care. Not even the Jenners? They're not even the problem. They're mm. just doing what they want to do. They are. Yeah. I'm just tired of the media talking yeah. about them. Yeah. All right. I've said that before. But. Uh, the You're next fine. thing is going to be a we can last... still be angry about the fucking Kardashians <laughs> and the Jenners. I'm yeah. still angry at them because every time they show up, I fucking hear about them 24-7 on my goddamn Facebook feed because some of you cunts want to fucking forget about them. Yeah, I delete them. Yeah. Delete them. I guess I'm going to. Yeah. Fuck. Like any, anybody on my Facebook feed that's like talking political stuff, like I'll either like I'll unfollow you. So we're still friends, but I never have to see any of your stuff. Right. So like I'll never see I don't see political posts on my timeline. Don't see like negativity on the timeline. Like if you're talking negative shit, then I'll just go ahead and unfriend you, you yeah, know. But sense. if you're talking political stuff because of the heat of the moment, I'll unfollow your ass. I, mean, I took it a step further and just, just act, deactivated all my stuff. What, you're, you're off of Facebook, you mean? For right now. Yeah. Okay. I, just, I needed a break. Okay, that's that's good enough. All right, because I thought you were the guy that. All right, because there's so many people be like, you know what? I deactivated my Facebook. You know, I'm not, I'm not getting back on that. And then three months later, they're back on it. I have. And then I, I have then no plans judged. in the in the immediate future to come back. But I'm enjoying some time off. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I, so yeah. I don't have to judge you then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for, you know, because like if you didn't think it through, you'd be like, yeah, I'm gone for good, and then you're back in two months. Social like, media yeah. is awesome. It's just it can be a little too much. It's sometimes. exhausting. It can get exhausting. I think the only social media that I enjoy is Medium and so far. Mm. There's stuff I want to, other stuff I want to do, and sometimes I feel like social media is a distraction. All right, but that's just me. Uh, the next thing is going to be the last the man on earth. Sniff. What, what, yeah. It's just like just me. Just no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just it's, saying. It's, yeah, it's not me at all. So, the next thing is going to be uh, the last man on earth. Is a comedy on Fox uh, premieres at 9:30 p.m. Uh, Sunday, March the fifth. Last Man on Earth, really good show. Another like surreal type television show uh, with like aliens surreal, and all yeah. kind of stuff like that. Uh, and that that's it for television. Nothing else of note that's going to be coming out. And now movies, movies, you know that, movies. You know, I love the British accent. The one word that I hate in in, in an English accent is mm-hmm. film. Why? They sound like film. They say film. 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 Water yeah. is my favorite. Water. Water. Advertisement. I love, I love the way they Advertisement. Say. Advertisement. I like Advertisement. privacy. Privacy's Privacy's good. Privacy is one of my yeah. and, and, and controversy. Mm, controversy. Con- controversy. Controversy. That's I like that. A, I fucking I love you, English people. Yes. <laughs> uh, the next thing is going to be uh, the first movie is Table Nineteen. PG thirteen is a comedy drama. Uh, rundown is an ex maid of honor Eloise having been. Um, uh, starring Anna Kendrick, Lisa Kudrow, Amanda Crew, and Stephen Merchant. <laughs> Stephen Merchant's pretty funny. That's actually Anna a Kendrick pretty... and Stephen Merchant myself. Any Hello Ladies? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a pretty that. funny show. Here's here's a. He bo- was such an asshole. That was a good show. <laughs> I, got, I got I got a bonus question for you guys. Yeah. Can any of either one of you guys identify Lisa Kudrow and what she's been in? I know her name and I've seen her and stuff, but I don't remember her face. Lisa was she in Scooby Doo. No, no, that's I think Cardinelli. She, she's blonde, right? She is blonde. She is blonde. Oh, blonde. no, he's cheating. He's cheating. He's cheating, fuck. listeners. I'm this guy fuck. is cheating. I'm totally. It's friends. She's from friends. Friends. Right. Okay. Uh, Lisa Kudrow. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's a show. What table nineteen is? You PG-13. know this. I don't fucking liked friends. No, but but Lisa friends. Kudrow. Like if I was to say, she, um, she played uh, uh Phoebe. Yeah, yeah, but you know, if I was like Matthew Perry, y'all guys know Matthew Perry was, you know. Yeah, yeah but I know yeah. him because I don't know. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Next thing. All right. The uh, the next movie is going to be Before I Fall. It's PG 13, 99 minute runtime, a drama mystery, meta score of 70 out of 100. Uh, February the 12th is just another day in Sam's charm life until it turns out to be her last. Uh, stuck reliving her last day over and over through that inexplicable week, Sam untangles the mystery around her death and discovers everything she's in danger of losing. That sounds all right. All right. Cool. Uh, Jennifer Beals is the um, the headlining name of this. Jessica? Jennifer, yeah, Jennifer Beals. 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 Yeah, not, not Jessica Beals. That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> Justin Timberlake locked that up. Mm-hmm. Sure enough. Smart man. Freaking oh, yeah. sexy Seventh Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Um, next thing, um, train spotting. Uh, train spotting too. Train spotting too. T two. Fuck yeah, that they, comes out in March. Yeah. Fuck yeah. They. It was cool. They named it T two. Yeah. Train spotting, like from Terminator. <laughs> like. <laughs> Danny Boyle's a fucking awesome director. I yes. love that guy. It's um. Uh, I, shout out to sorry. I want to give a shout out to Josh Cast. They did a retrospective on Danny Boyle when they go over his past work. Mm. Really cool fucking episode. Go nice. check him out. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, it's rated R, 117 minute runtime, listed as a comedy drama. After 20 years abroad, Mark returns to Scotland and reunites with his old friends, Sick Boy, Spud, and Bigby. I'm yeah. so excited for that shit. Oh, my yeah. favorite line from like my favorite throwaway line from a movie came from Train Spotting. Yeah, and it's when Ellen McGregor is just like looking at everybody and angrily goes like, "It's a shit state of affairs," and then <laughs> just that's it. And I just fucking laugh so. <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm gonna start getting on your boat. For what? The fact that it's a sequel is no. pretty impressive. The the yeah. the boat of you know how like I don't like the Neil Patrick Harris anybody that has three names. Right. I think I'm gonna start pronouncing names of people the way that it's spelled. Yeah. You know, like instead of the way that it actually is, uh, okay. like like how, how like his name is Ewan McGregor, but you mm-hmm. call him Ewan. Oh, and I'm gonna no, yeah. I'm like I'm gonna start doing it. Like why not? <laughs> you spell it E W A N. That looks like Ewan. Yeah. You know, that's what it looks like. It seriously does. It looks like Ellen. <laughs> it's, like, it's like someone named Aaron. It's got their R's and W's. Hey, Aaron. Yeah. My name's Ewan. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes by Ewan. It's very strange. It's my, name, name. my name Ewan. Like I'm, Ewan. Ac- I'm actor. El- I'm like, professional actor. Like EW makes a U sound. Like Ewan. Yeah. EW is U. You know? I guess, yeah. It's, Ewan. That's weird. Uh, anyway, the uh, the shack, the shack is the next movie. A hundred and thirty-two oh minute runtime. It's a drama. Uh. A grieving man receives a mysterious personal invitation to meet with God at a place called the shack. God, so like a shitty Bruce Almighty. He, he shuddered when he heard God. <laughs> he went Ugh. like a personal invitation to meet with God. It looks so corny. at the shack. Like an, it looks like a Nicholas Sparks novel. Wait, you, saw, you know what ASMR is? AS, ASMR. Is that where, isn't that where they talk really quietly right, into and the like mic? whisper into the microphone and shit? Mm-hmm. The way you said God and shack, mm-hmm. the reason I shuddered yeah. is because you trigger the like the nerves in my back that just go like. Ugh. I mean, that's the way the pastor <laughs> talks. You know, <laughs> at, at black churches specifically. Sam Worthington huh, and Tim McGraw huh, is going to meet with them in the place of God in the shack. Huh. So come on down and see that 132 minute runtime and it's a drama. Save your life. Huh. <laughs> uh, the next thing is going to be uh, Logan. It's a uh, rated R 135 minute runtime. It's listed as an action drama science fiction film uh, in the near future. A wary Logan carries f- uh, cares for an ailing Professor X in a hideout on the Mexican border. Uh, but Logan attempts to hide from the world and his legacy are upended when a young mutant arrives being pursued by dark forces. Nice. Um, Hugh Jackman is in this, as you know. Hugh Jackman. My boy Hugh. Yay. Is that, is that it for movies? That is all for movies and television. Nice. Uh, before I cut it off, we got like two minutes and a half. Mm-hmm. I totally just broke into the mic. Right. Um, I, I, I just finished breathing. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought we were commenting on the things that we, we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I will point out Medium, medium.com yeah. is, a, is a Twitter-based platform where people can just write whatever Damn, sorry, like that was No, that was me. No, that was okay. me. Uh, I'm sorry. They pretty much just write whatever they want. It's like an open forum. Yeah. And people just write articles about whatever topic they fancy. Yeah. And it is one of the best things that I've come across in the last two years. Nice. I discovered it like maybe a year ago. Yeah. And no, like three years ago, but I've, I haven't been on it until a year ago. And then me and Jonathan started writing pretty frequently because of a 52-week writing challenge. Mm-hmm. And I fucking love that platform. It is nice. so great. To just find people that are willing to talk about interesting things and yeah. like willing to communicate with other people about shit, yeah, and it and, and it's brilliant, and I fucking love it. And now we have a publication there for films like where mm-hmm. I write about film, yeah, and or like all the shit that I want to talk about. Have like you read the, the stuff he's wrote about? I've read, it's really good. I've really, read really good. some of the your early stuff, I believe. Right, because uh, yeah. uh, there's two now. There's like my personal one, mm. and there's also one the that comes with a name for films, mm-hmm. and that one has two posts. Yeah. Um, but I'm really enjoying just like sort of like thinking about film mm-hmm. critically and like what film means for people and like starting to write about it. Mm-hmm. And I just love the platform because of that. It, it just gives you a good platform to just communicate. Do you you want to be a producer, right, Chris? Um, yeah, it's just, it just it's, a, you. it's a jack of all trades thing. It's like I want to create content. So I mean, they have. I mean, it's just a, f- a, a platform to where so many professionals that uh, were in that in a particular job field that you might be interested in will. Uh, just, just give you the nitty gritty, tell you the truth about everything. There's a screenwriter yeah. that I'm really into that he's just saying, look, if you want to be in this business, 
here's everything I've written about it. Okay. And uh, it's yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's a great platform. Great play. And like Jonathan and I have been writing on it pretty frequently, and mm. it's just a lot of fun. And I just want to give it a shout out nice. to people that don't know this platform exists. Mm-hmm. Twitter owns it. Okay. And it works very similarly to Twitter, except there's no real word limit to what you can write. Okay. And and it's fantastic, and I love it. Nice. That was, that was my shout out of the week. Me- right. Medium. Medium. Medium.com. And I'll link to the four films like publication so you can check out what I've been writing about film. All right. That's about it. Uh, I think that's it for today's episode. I have to that be is so it. bad. I'm in, I'm in Africa, guys. Oh, yeah. You're in Africa. <laughs> I'm have in fun. fucking Africa right now. Uh, so you missed the nuclear holocaust thing. Oh, no. I died as well. You died in there? Yeah, okay. yeah. I, di- okay. I died as well. Oh, right, Kurt, because it happens on the way back. So yeah. You were caught like in the blast clouds. Well, yeah. It happened on February the 22nd. So like I was already there and it's like the 70% of the population. About? There was um This episode comes out on... Um, We've been what? over this. It comes out after the nuclear holocaust on February 22nd. But no, no. This, this episode comes out on February the 28th. Why the, right. why the 22nd, though? And it's just when it happens. It's just what happens. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Why? Okay. Just the, the day, that, just the day yeah. that people press the button. Yeah. That's it. Like, what's today? Today's the 17th? It, yeah. So we got like five days to live? Yeah, five days. I survived. You didn't survive? No, like, what are you talking about? I You're survived. dead currently. <laughs> well, um, can, can one of our listeners verify that, that Jonathan is dead <laughs> right now on February the 28th? <laughs> Please. Okay. This guy is delusional right now. <laughs> he won't, won't believe. How long are you in Africa? Well, uh, 10 days. Hypothetically. No, no yeah, if I'm not dead, yeah. But uh, yeah. I'll, I'll be there 10 days, five days in uh, Johannesburg, five days in Cape Town. Nice. Yeah. Solid. Oh, yeah. Cool. Anything you want to say before I cut it off, Jonathan? I'm good, man. I got to right. pee really bad. <laughs> Thanks for having me on yeah. again, though. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. No always a good time. Yeah, it'll be the uh, last. You can find us on Twitter at underscore FFS Podcast. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play Music on the For Film Sake. Yeah. And we have a Facebook page uh, on the For Film Sake name, too. Actually, just Google For Film Sake and you'll find us. Yeah. Uh, really. And uh, I think that's it for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, we will see you next week. Hello. Bye. Woo.